0: L.A. reminds me a lot of, of Egypt, actually. I'm like a kind of, you know outdoor person. I like to go out and do things and just like see new things. And you can see new things all the time. So I think it's uh, pretty great, yeah.
1: Hello and welcome to Here in L.A., Koreatown edition. Today, we talk with Sarah of K-Town. Sarah was born in Egypt and spent years living in Qatar before moving to Koreatown. Yes, Qatar, where they're holding the World Cup right now. So of course, I ask her about life in the Middle East, what things are like for women over there. We even compare the price of nice apartments over there to the nice apartment she's in right now. And you might be shocked when I ask her how Koreatown matches up with Cairo and Qatar. So sit back and enjoy, Sarah. Hey everybody, I am here in Koreatown with Sarah. You are from Qatar?
0: No, I'm not, I'm actually from Egypt. And I lived in Qatar for 10 years. Wow. I was a pharmacist there and yeah.
1: Okay, I'm gonna ask some questions that are gonna seem very ignorant and that's because I'm an ignorant man. That's okay. I was told in the Middle East, women aren't allowed to do a lot of things. And here you are doling out drugs to people.
0: Well, yeah, I've done much more than that, I guess. I mean, um, as a woman from the Middle East, I've done a lot of cool things. I've traveled all over the world. Um, I also, I was like a strong independent woman for, I don't know, 10 years. Was? I mean, still am, but like, you know, (laughs) Um, I traveled on, I left the country when I was 25 years old and I went to this new job I was offered in, in a really cool hospital in Qatar. Um, so yeah, that's, that's something that even women he- here don't really do. I don't know. Okay.
1: So <laughs> yeah, like,
0: these are, I feel these, like I've done, I've done a lot of things.
1: Being a woman did not hinder you
0: no, in the Middle East. It did not.
1: That's great
0: to hear. Yeah.
1: Cause As you might know, most Americans are like me. We want to be educated, but rarely are we.
0: Yeah, but then again, at at the end of the day, what I learned from my travels and like meeting a lot of people in general, that people are people. So in the States or Canada or Europe or the Middle East or Africa, There are going to be societies who are really, really conservative. And there will be others who are, we think of them as, you know, just like in the middle there. And then there will be those who are really liberal. Mm -hmm. And at the end of the day, this whole how conservative you are, or how liberal you are is very subjective. Right. Because you're comparing it to yourself.
1: Well, let's just talk about freedoms, especially between Egypt, Qatar and the U.S., Where did you, did you feel any restrictions to do stuff in Egypt or Qatar?
0: No, not at all. You can drink in both places? I don't drink personally, but I I mean, I can if I want to. Mm -hmm. Um, In Qatar, it's a, it's a Islamic country in origin. So you can't drink everywhere. You cannot drink like in public places. For example, you can't drink on the street. Mm -hmm. For example, that's
1: well you can't hear either
0: i mean yeah so it's very similar to what here is but then you can drink in hotels you can drink in certain places there are some maybe not so many restrictions in egypt but there are some restrictions in egypt about drinking especially we have a holy month of ramadan so that's where that's the month where everybody fasts and this is it's a very holistic and spiritual kind of month and I'm not really sure, but I think there are some restrictions about alcohol during that time, mm-hmm. because you know you don't. That's the, you're, you're the management tri- they don't want to serve alcohol at that time of the year, and yeah. you know. And everybody's tra- just trying to be holy. Everybody's just trying to be good. I guess that's that's what I learned. No like. shame I, in that? People are just trying to be good people. Yeah, I guess. Marijuana. Marijuana is illegal in both countries.
1: And do you do you?
0: Because
1: it's been it was illegal here for most of
0: forever it's just for a while it started i was in colorado in 2014 when it when it was just just started to be legal yeah and i learned that a lot of people were moving to colorado because <laughs> it was legal at the time so yeah but
1: even before 2014 you could smell it you, you could,
0: could smell it you could see it in in, the street. in,
1: in egypt and Qatar, could you so also
0: egypt you can definitely see it smell it really? in a lot of places it's just that You can't transport it, you can't sell, you know. Yeah. People, uh, and then it's not marijuana in Egypt, it's called hashish. Oh. It's very similar to what's in India too. I think Uh they have that hashish as well.
1: Oh, we know a little bit about hashish.
0: So yeah, so that's what we have. We have hashish and we have kind of different grades of hashish, there's Uh like other forms, bongo, whatever.
1: Look at you, Sarah. But then,
0: yeah, I I mean, I know (laughs) about this stuff, so. uh.
1: (laughs) Okay, what about gay and lesbians? Could you kiss a girl that in the is, middle of the street no, in this, Egypt? This is
0: very frowned upon in the Middle East. All over? In the middle. Yes, all over. Okay. I mean, we ha- we've had people who identify as gay or lesbian, but then there, was, there was is societal pressure. It's like being in the States um, maybe 50, 100 years ago, something mm-hmm.
1: like that. So when people do it, they have to be quiet about it, the secretive. They have to be, yes. That's hard. They huh? can't
0: ex- express themselves, stuff like that. But yeah, it's definitely frowned upon because it's uh, very, I guess it's very. T- we're very still tied to religion mm-hmm. and what religion says is right or not, or not right. And then, yeah, this, it's, uh, it's it's a it's a very uh, which is, is this flammable the qu- topic?
1: Is this the Quran that we're talking about in Egypt and Qatar?
0: So e- Egypt is not an Islamic country per se. So it's a uh, we have a Kind of a fifty-fifty or sixty-forty of Muslims and Christians. We okay. have Coptic Christians, which is a very big population in Egypt. But you then call Coptic, Coptic Christians, yeah, okay, they are a different kind of Christian. So we do, we have Catholics, Protestants, but we also have C- Coptic Christians, and they celebrate Christmas on a different day. So here you celebrate Christmas on twenty-fifth of December. In Egypt, is is mostly seventh of January. Oh. It's a national holiday, that is w- that is when our Christmas. Okay. So it's a little bit different, and I think that's how they identify themselves is different. Mm-hmm. And in some of their prayers, they speak a different language, which we learned that it's the hieroglyphic language oh. in some of the churches in Egypt. So it's a little bit different.
1: I, I, I guess I've seen those symbols. I guess I just never thought... I
0: think some people still speak it, but then we also have some traces of the hieroglyphic language in our everyday language. Some of these words, when we trace them back, they don't trace back to Arabic. And um, it traces back to ancient Egyptian. Wow.
1: Okay, so let's let's stick with Egypt for just a second. Okay, And we'll shift gears to Qatar because Qatar's hosting Very the World Cup. Very
0: controversial right now, it's yeah. It's a little
1: controversial. You probably know more about it than I do. Um, I always try to look at the, the sunny side of it's, life. It's
0: a beautiful country. I mean, it's one of the best places I've, I've lived in. Really, It's one of the best healthcare systems I have ever seen. And I have never – I did not come across a healthcare system here in the U.S. that has – wowed me as a as i mean it was what it is a wonderful health okay system. fine so, we're yeah. talking
1: about guitar so
0: we'll talk about guitar but, okay. but yeah i mean so, you could so talk about you a little bit when, I mean, when you still my home country but
1: yeah. i think everyone agrees that the the u.s healthcare system is kind of bipolar in that we invent amazing things yeah with great technology the the a lot of the healthcare professionals can get very rich off of stuff okay the richest man in la is a guy that created some healthcare stuff. And yet, your average American often has a hard time getting medical treatment.
0: Yeah, I think there's a little bit of a divide just because of the insurance system, mm-hmm. which is a little bit different if you compare it to Europe or probably Qatar, actually. Yeah. So in Qatar, I used to pay $30 a year <laughs> and you would get free... Em- Care if, you, if you're if you in an emergency case, you get free, care, completely free care for three days. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter. Even if you go to the ICU, put on the ventilator. It doesn't matter. But then you would also pay 20% of what the medication actually costs. It is all under that $30 a year mm-hmm. healthcare plan. So it's pretty amazing and it's pretty cheap. And they bring in... Some of the best practitioners and doctors and pharmacists and nurses. In the now, world. do
1: they supplement this by taxing the people really high?
0: It's a tax-free country. Wait a second. So I didn't. I didn't. Pay, I never paid any taxes in Qatar. I didn't pay. I never paid rent in Qatar either, what? because my job just. They provide you with. They. I had a furnished apartment. that was just part of my.
1: Was it as nice as this one here in Cape Town? This one
0: is smaller for sure because this is a studio. <laughs> so you
1: had a bigger place in I Qatar. I had a
0: two-bedroom, three-bathroom apartment in Qatar. Why? Why did
1: you have three bathrooms?
0: I'm, I have no idea. <laughs> Maybe that was, one for visitors. That was the deal. I mean, the one for visitors, one for the extra guest room, and one for me.
1: Were you living alone?
0: Yeah. <laughs> it was fun. I liked it. I had guests. It was good.
1: <laughs> did you use all three bathrooms?
0: When I had to, yeah. When my original bathroom is not working, yeah. Okay, so how does Qatar pull this off?
1: And, and what can America learn from, from all of this?
0: Well, Qatar has a lot of money. We and do it, too. And it's a very small country with oh. a very small population too. Uh-huh. So the number of Qataris, I think, is estimated to be about 400,000. These are the original ones. Okay. But then there are about 2 million who are expats. Um,
1: from other countries that Qatar imports in?
0: Yeah, so basically someone like me or uh, someone who works in the supermarket or someone who, you know. Um, So, yeah, it's a pretty small country with a lot of resources.
1: Are the native Qatarans, are they super rich, all of them? Qataris, yeah. Qataris?
0: Yes, they're... So the below average is probably higher than the... Average American, you you can say that. Okay. And then I also learned that salary. So salaries are a lot higher there than compared to here. Mm. Um,
1: okay. Can you tell us how much you made as a pharmacist at this beautiful hospital?
0: About 120. Oh.
1: And how much does a pharmacist in the U.S. make?
0: I guess about the same or less. They do. And then I know that faculty members do less than that too, I mm-hmm. think. So yeah. So,
1: but but you weren't paying rent.
0: I and not, you weren't being taxed. I was not. I was not taxed. So
1: what did you do with all this money?
0: Travel. Good for you. But then the other thing I also and that's this one of the things I really like cutter for. I was able to pay for my farm D farm D degree. So I already had a bachelor's in pharmacy. I did a farm D at the University of Colorado and uh, that kind of income really helped me kind of pay for it without being, you know, burdened by the cost of education, I guess.
1: Is Qatar beautiful?
0: It's amazing. Really? It's one of the be- most beautiful uh, countries. Uh, I mean, it, it definitely Egypt is absolutely amazing. You can't compare it okay, to anything but else. You're confusing. But Qatar our is yes. really beautiful. And I used to go. I remember I used to go every like, Friday, because our weekend is on Friday or Saturday. So Friday morning, we had a dragon boat. Um, <laughs> we used to go dragon boat paddling in the Gulf. And this, it was, this was my zen moment. Like This is what I really liked. It really washed out all my stress.
1: This, just, is, this is the Persian Gulf we're talking about?
0: It's the, yeah, it's the Persian, or like they call it the Arab Gulf too, because it's on... OK, so it's Persian on Iran side is Arab on the, on the same Gulf water. side. Yeah, same water, same <laughs> Gulf, but then different names, I guess. But yeah, I mean, um, we used to go like for an hour inside the water and it's 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 beautiful. It has beautiful skyline. Um, yeah.
1: So it's kind of like the Echo Park uh, Swan boats, except these are dragons. You're giving me a blank stare. Have you um, never paddled? I have
0: never. I don't think ego, I've ego. seen the ones at Echo part. No, I don't Echo think I've part. seen those. It's fine. It's it's a long... It's a Chinese uh, sport. It's a uh, very long boat that has about 20 people in it, and we have to all paddle at every, the same... So
1: all these strangers are paddling together.
0: Well, we kind of know each other. We're like a team afterwards, and then we race. we race together, so we're kind of like... Be- we become friends. <laughs> it's not like we're all don't just go paddle. Don't talk to each other. Go home. No. Okay. So
1: again, when I think of the Middle East, all I think about is sand.
0: Oh no, you're you're you can't be more wrong. How should I think? Um, you should think. of... I mean, there's definitely a lot of sand because there's desert in the okay. Middle, and there's desert in Egypt. You didn't think about that, but then there's also so there's the sea, mm-hmm. and in Qatar there is a. A place in the north called purple island where you, it's it's all green and it's, it's a little bit muddy the water and trees grow from inside that water so there's trees inside those grooves wow. um and then you paddle through the kayak through that if you want well paddling you can't because the boat's too big so yeah. kayaking probably maybe but then um there's also uh, a place in omen called um Salala which looks like the Maldives or Switzerland. Wow. You'd be like in the middle of green mountains and waterfalls and lakes. And so it's not all like that. And I know, for example, for Egypt, all pictures of Egypt are just like the pyramids in the sand. But if you actually go to the pyramids and you look the other way, (laughs) you'll find... You know, a huge city, and we have a very big river that crosses the whole country from north to south. Mm-hmm. And we have two seas, so the Northern Sea, the white, the white, the Mediterranean Sea, and the Red Sea, which is also filled with, like, corals, and there's a lot of scuba diving there. And that's also true for Saudi Arabia on the other side of that sea. They also have similar activities because it's kind of the same nature mm-hmm. in the Red Sea. Uh, And there are a lot of green areas in Saudi Arabia as well. Hmm. So there are desert places, but there are there are other places where there are mountains and snow and and greenery and stuff like that. So huh. So
1: Americans, Tonys need to stop thinking that it's sand. All the all of the Middle East looks like our books, our Bible books about Moses.
0: Probably, (laughs) yeah. Probably it's all wrong. And. If you go to Fayoum, where actually Joseph lived in Egypt, uh-huh. there is a huge lake. And
1: we're talking about the Joseph who, um, from, from, of the 12 tribes, the, yes. guy, the guy with the the magic, uh, coat.
0: Yep. That's the one. Because he was, um, he had the magic coat in, in ancient Egypt, actually at that oh, time. Really? So he lived in Fayoum, which is, um, a little bit west of Cairo, mm-hmm. um, and Moses lived on the west side of the, of the Nile River, Wow! too. Are um, there
1: statues of Moses and Joseph out there?
0: There are not. So in... I should make a statue
1: and <laughs> gift it to our friends in Egypt?
0: Well, we just know that they're, they're there and they have places named after them. Okay. In, in, the, um, in this area, too. And...
1: But not towns. There's no
0: Mosesville. No not really are there roads named after these guys these are pretty famous people i mean we have a lot of roads i don't know if i have like enumerated all the i don't know i have no idea Okay.
1: it sounds like i need to go over there and fix things i mean
0: i i think egypt is it's a very nice destination to go to i i do a lot of indoor like uh tourism inside egypt and i i enjoy it a lot so
1: okay Let's let's talk about these pyramids of yours for okay. a second. So you were born in Egypt. Yeah. What town? Moses Cairo.
0: No. Cairo. Just Cairo. <laughs>
1: okay. You're born in Cairo. Is Cairo the biggest city? Is that the It cap- is. Is it's, that the capital? The capital. Yeah. Are there skyscrapers in Cairo? Are there big tall buildings? Oh yeah,
0: absolutely. Huh.
1: I honestly know nothing. About I think there this are buildings,
0: and it's just next to my house where there um maybe 40 50 floors
1: how's the internet
0: oh good it's good it's good good it wasn't great five <laughs> years ago but somebody it's, fixed it's it it's a lot better now okay you have to pay more to to get well, it. there's corruption
1: i'm paying 100 bucks in the united states oh we're
0: definitely paying a lot less than that but, yeah. oh really oh yeah absolutely is a, a lot cheaper
1: oh yeah how here. much is like a one-bedroom apartment in cairo for rent yeah
0: let me well
1: so like here it's probably like 1800 bucks in la
0: oh you'll be shocked it's about 200 bucks no yeah and it really depends on where you live so that's kind of like more of a fancy place a
1: 200 one is
0: a fancy place oh yeah okay 500 is really fancy
1: i'm not giving away where you live we're just saying that you live in a nice apartment in koreatown yeah and i would say this is fancy this is fancy okay this would cost 500 bucks in Cairo?
0: Yeah, pretty much. Wow. Yeah. Egypt is cheap.
1: It's what's great. what's keeping me in LA? What's bad about Cairo? Let's go well, there. Is it hot?
0: It's well, It No, well, the weather in Cairo is very similar to LA. Hmm. You'll be surprised, actually.
1: Pleasantly surprised. I love the weather yeah, here.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's really nice. Um, it gets about this cold in Egypt, too. Good. And... The heat is about the same sometimes it goes a little hotter than la can you swim in the nile uh it is not recommended it's dirty because it's filled with like organisms and sea life and all these things it's not really it's not like the sea so you can't really and then the other thing with the nile you'll drown because the the nile has it's fresh water it has a higher or lower density no higher or lower i think it's a higher density so it's more likely that you'll sink you're not going to be able to swim in the river nile
1: okay i won't be doing any of
0: that so no probably I, not and, a good idea
1: and so i guess there's no dragon boats out there either
0: there's kayaking for sure there's a dragon boat oh. you can do all of these things but then you, you definitely have to just like you know any other place you have to wear your life jacket you okay. know make sure you're safe all that stuff
1: i, I still might just watch it sounds very dangerous <laughs>
0: Well, okay. I've been kayaking in the in the Nye River, and you it have. Was amazing. Oh, I've done a lot of things. It sounds like it. Yeah, it was it was really amazing. Have you been in one of these pyramids? Of course.
1: Okay. The people who I've talked to who have seen the pyramids okay. cannot believe that humans way back then made them. Okay. And, and as a black man, I say black people can do whatever we want.
0: Well... I feel the same way about Egyptian people. I think Egyptians can do whatever the whatever they want, and I know that until this day there there are things in Egypt that are very hard to explain. For example, uh, one of the kings of Egypt has a statue, statue, right? And then the sun will shine on his face the day he was born and the day he became king only until this day it will only shine directly on his face on those two days and we have no idea how they did it so it wouldn't surprise me that they had the technology or the skills or the engineering um intelligence to build such a great structure in a short time
1: some people say it's got to be ufos it's got to be aliens do people in egypt say that
0: no we know it was built by Egyptians and it's, it's actually one of our sources of pride because of course. we don't just see the pyramids. You also see all the crafts and the architecture and the and the obelisks. And, you know, we have a huge... And not just the, the pyramids. There's a huge temple in Luxor, south of Egypt, uh, which is absolutely huge. I have no idea how they built that. That's the other thing that... You know, it's not just the pyramid. So we feel like it's pretty normal that the Egyptians did this. You know, we kind of see all these other things. and But but then it seems like that technology peaked way back then. Yeah.
1: Like, shouldn't it have turned into, like, spaceships and, like, more technology, like, newer stuff? Like, some for some reason, it just stopped developing.
0: Well, I think one of the reasons is that you know, civilizations when they reach a peak, they start declining because people start becoming lazy. Mm-hmm. And it was also political, where Rome took over, and you know, people didn't care anymore. Those
1: Italians. So I
0: think you know, I'm not blaming the Italians. I love they're my friends. So
1: <laughs> some of my best friends are Italian.
0: Yeah, of course. So yeah, I don't think it's the Italians, but you know, it's just that I don't know, political.
1: Okay, so let's switch gears to Koreatown. Okay. You, you are now in Koreatown, yeah. which I laugh because when we talk about these amazing cities and countries that you've lived in, in the Middle East, Koreatown doesn't seem that amazing in in comparison. But maybe we're not giving Koreatown enough love.
0: It's, yeah, you're not giving, I mean, I love Koreatown. Tell me what I wouldn't, love? I wouldn't move from, I mean, you know, I mean, First of all, I am new to LA, so I'm discovering all these places and I want something close to where I work. So if I went to let's say live in Santa Monica, I'll be really far away yeah. from where I have to commute every day. So this is very convenient. Cuz you work near downtown. Okay. Yeah. I when I was in uh, Colorado, Denver, I you know, I was like, okay, downtown is a nice area, so the first place I looked in in LA is downtown. Mm-hmm. And it's it's a little bit loud for me, so oh. so I I wanted to to go somewhere that's not too crowded. Did the homeless people bother you? In it, there was a lot of ho- homeless people at the time where I was looking for an apartment, and uh, because I'm living on my own, I didn't feel very safe. What if I needed to go out in the evening or come out and you know I wanted to feel a little bit you know more secure, I guess. So Koreatown yeah. give me that downtown type of environment and at the same time i like that everything's around me everything is actually a walking distance there's a coffee shop walking distance there's a hotel that's a walking distance there's a you know a a, a grocery shop there's everything is just a walking distance really beautiful Mm -hmm. i have a nice view of of the hills and and it's it's nice i really yeah. i really like it
1: have you been around asian people like this before because there's a lot of asian people
0: well i've been to korea
1: actually what
0: yeah i've been to south korea sir
1: you have been around
0: i have been around a lot <laughs> yeah, i've traveled to a lot of countries <laughs> um yeah but south korea I was uh i think it was back in 2005 okay um, yeah, and I, ha- I had a lot of fun South Korea. It was really nice. Huh. Um, so yeah, I mean, it, it it's just, it feels, a little, it felt a little bit unusual that, you know, I'll find, like, billboards only in Korean and there's no English there. It was a little <laughs> bit unusual. Here in Koreatown. Here in Koreatown. Yeah. And then I'm like, what is this place, you know? Do you take then,
1: the, the subways or the buses?
0: I take the metro, yeah. So the metro is very close to my home, actually. I just... I walk for like two minutes, and there's the the metro station, which is very convenient. It's great, isn't it? Yeah. I take the metro. um, So, yeah. I I mean, I like the metro because it's fast and reliable, unlike the bus, to be honest. The bus is a little bit unreliable. So,
1: you would recommend to beautiful young women like yourself who are new to L.A. Yeah. If you want that urban city experience.
0: Which is also like really affordable. Compared to its equivalent in downtown or you know Culver City or some or Glendale, mm-hmm. this is pretty affordable. You know, especially if you're studying, if you're a student, or you're doing a training program like myself. So stuff like that. So yeah.
1: What are you training for?
0: So I'm. Um, I was a pharmacist back in Qatar. We know that, but I'm training to. I'm training in, um, basically how to teach. I guess, and how to do uh, research. So that's kind of uh, in
1: in the drug world, in the pharmacy world.
0: In the pharmacy world, in in yeah. Can I
1: ask you about marijuana?
0: Yeah, of course.
1: I think it's a it's an underused drug. What do you think, pharmacy person?
0: Well, I think there's a. It's definitely more effective. I think it's can be used for a lot of indications as long as it's controlled and we know exactly which component are we using and we're not using a combination of things and i personally but i've personally seen a lot of side effects from from marijuana which patients i had a patient once who was heavily hallucinating and you know complaining about that and i'm like okay and i was like and he's like it's some of the medications i'm like okay i need to screen all his medication i'm like you know what i think it's the marijuana i don't think it's any of your medications and Mm -hmm. he refused to stop it (laughs) um but yeah i mean
1: doc it hurts when i do this stop doing that
0: (laughs) no i'm not (laughs) and i've had and i've i've seen experiences like i've had people tell me their experience with pain management Mm -hmm. uh there were cases where seizures would only be controlled with the some of the marijuana components Mm -hmm. stuff like that so Yes, it can be used, but it has to be studied very carefully.
1: This patient of yours who was hallucinating, were they eating it or smoking it?
0: They were putting it as oil.
1: I think that's the problem. Is it really? Yeah, honestly. I, I, I Personally, I've only had bad experiences when I've eaten it or whatever. Okay. And I think it's because the hippies in the 60s kind of taught us how to do it. And they almost all smoked it. Yeah. And when you ingest it as you know as a scientist it just it hits different as they say and so
0: it's dr tony more, would
1: recommend that it's he probably just smokes more it.
0: more potent if you if you ingest it i haven't had the chance to really study this yeah i'm not answering this as a medical expert <laughs> i don't think just to so that people don't take my word for granted but yeah i mean it really depends on which component you're using and how are you mm-hmm. using it um
1: let's switch gears over to qatar okay Right now, the World Cup is in Qatar. Yeah, and there has been a lot of controversy yeah. because they have imported, as you politely call expats, um, people who don't aren't from there. Yeah, to build these stadiums, and some of these stadiums had to be built in like excessive heat, like crazy high heat. Yeah, and um, the other problem was was. Um, it's not really a great place to play soccer.
0: <laughs> well, it is a beautiful country. Okay. It's not a great place to play soccer in summer. That will be absolutely crazy.
1: And that's why they're playing it now. That's
0: why they have it in November. Because okay. now the weather in Qatar is better than LA. It's it's summer. It's like LA in spring. It's perfect. It's perfect. Okay. You can go swimming. You can go out. You can wear a t-shirt. You don't have to. You know, it's not cold. It's just nice.
1: Can women go to the beach in a bikini in Qatar?
0: Oh yeah, absolutely.
1: So it's a modern. So so the the, the religious stuff that we hear about other Middle Eastern countries. Yeah, isn't really true. In it's Qatar. not.
0: It's it's probably true in places like Saudi Arabia and Iran and. And it's not even the case anymore in Saudi Arabia. I don't know a lot about Iran. I know that there's conflict right now. Mm -hmm. But um, Saudi Arabia used to be extremely conservative. And in my opinion, it was more political rather than religious. Mm -hmm. We did have a similar experience in Egypt where people were trying to control other people using religion as an umbrella. Mm -hmm. Um, We've had some of that issue here too. to gain power. It's everywhere. It's crazy. it it happened in europe it happened in the in the church in europe mm-hmm. it's just amazing how these people who claim to be people of god or people of religion just try to you know become gods themselves they're they're really really narcissistic they want to and mm-hmm. they used to um it just like those in you know you know other other countries that are really more conservative they would be hitting women in the street because really? she showed her face or oh. We've had instances like that, and this is kind of similar to what's happening in countries with conflict. And it's not about religion. And this is what really hurts my heart a little bit, that it's not God who said that. It's these stupid people who are making these stupid rules just to to gain power over people. But then um, usually these countries are definitely more conservative mm -hmm. compared to... The U.S. probably.
1: Am I saying the country wrong? Should, should I be saying Qatar? Qatar. Qatar. Yeah. Qatar, not Qatar. Not Qatar. All right. Qatar. I'm sorry.
0: No, it's fine. we were used to it.
1: All of my Qatar fans out there, major apologies. Like I say, I'm, I'm learning.
0: So you would have this World Cup there? Oh, absolutely. I think people are having, I mean, my friends are there. And my family's there and they're like, they're having the time of their lives. There are parties everywhere and there's like events and of course all the matches and they have all these all these artists coming from all over the world, all these actors and, and DJs and it's amazing. It's They're really doing very, very well. Hmm. And I'm just surprised how the media is bombarding Qatar because of, you know, They're zooming in on some of the problems that the country was having. Mm -hmm. And I know that Qatar is a very hot country. But I know because I have engineer friends in in Qatar where we know for sure. So they start work really early, about 4 o'clock in the morning. And they will stop working at 11. That's when it gets really hot. That's where the peak is. Mm -hmm. You can't work in these conditions. They stop working. And then they continue to work in the evening. Some of their work, sometimes I have my, my, one of my friends, her husband is an engineer and his shift is a night shift because this is the only time they're going to work. Mm-hmm. So I'm not sure why, I mean, every country has its problems. Every country has um, corruption of some sort or things that are done that are not in compliance with human rights. Maybe discrimination too. I've seen that. you You can find that in every country around the world, including <laughs> Not, this one. Including this one. Um, mm-hmm. So, and you know, I lived in Qatar for ten years. I've never been discriminated against. I work, and I worked with a lot of a lot of Q- Qatari people who are a lot of them are really my good friends. And I've never been discriminated against in the, in this mm-hmm. country uh, all the time I've lived there. I've been discriminated against in this country, really. But then, <laughs> you know, tell me, tell me cause how because I because I look different and people would you know ask me questions or tell me you know, well, you shouldn't be here or whatever it is. But then, huh. These things are in all the countries. Yeah. But then, why is it so weird that a country as so Qatar? Everybody was um, against that Qatar holds the World Cup. They're like, well, they didn't build any of the stadiums. They're not ready. Well, they're ready now. they've built all these stadiums they've built a whole city. they spent three hundred billion dollars on being prepared for the FIFA and I'm not sure everything in the media, especially here, is just against Qatar holding the World Cup. Hmm. Russia held the World Cup. Nobody said anything about that. <laughs> i don't know <laughs> it's a it's a little it's a little. It's a question mark for me.
1: So do you think that it's just the overall Middle East bias that some people in the West have?
0: I think it's because, you know, oh, these Muslim Arab people are holding the World Cup. They shouldn't. They don't deserve it.
1: That that the critics want these World Cups to be held in?
0: France or Germany or South America. It doesn't matter, but not not in a Muslim Arab country. I think it's more the idea. (laughs) Are you religious? Yes. Yeah. I, what
1: What religion do you practice? I'm Muslim. Muslim? Yeah. Okay. So are you able to... Is, is, it, a te- is it a Muslim temple that you would go it's to? It's mo- a mosque. A mosque. Is
0: there a mosque in Koreatown? There's a mosque nearby here. It's a 15-minute walk from where I live. 15? 15.
1: 1-5. Do you go there often?
0: I mean, I haven't. I know it's there, but um, I haven't been yet.
1: So I think you're like most young people. Yeah. We're we. I'm not young. But I I would say most even Americans don't go to church as much as they feel like they should.
0: Yeah. But I pray at home and you know, I do the things that I do at home. So
1: are the Muslims the people that pray several times in a day with the Yeah, five times. Five times a day. Are you one of those people? Uh yeah. And you, you aim your, your, is it a little carpet? What is it? So
0: it's a little carpet that points to Al-Kaba, which is um, located in Saudi Arabia. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of where you, and then wherever you go, you kind of, you need a compass to just kind of understand yeah. where you should be.
1: Is it the east? Where should is look? It the west? Where is it?
0: So when you're in the United States, because the, well, the earth is round, right? Mm-hmm. You kind of face yourself a little bit to the north, Oh. Really. So that you go around.
1: So I'm pointing this way. I'm pointing yeah. towards the valley. So towards you, the Hollywood sign. And I pray towards the toward, Hollywood sign. I do
0: actually do pray towards the Hollywood sign. <laughs> and I can show you. Like I can actually. Well, you um, can't
1: show us because this is a podcast. So we
0: Not, we, we, not the podcast, but I can. Uh, <laughs> wait a minute you
1: you you aim you aim your carpet towards the hollywood sign that's
0: beautiful yeah it's it's uh, towards the hollywood sign uh, i love that which which is what i see from my home so it's nice I, I aim it towards the hills yeah
1: because you were so close to saudi arabia did you ever make a pilgrimage to mecca i, I unfortunately i haven't is this something that women are allowed to do too oh, of
0: course yeah really yeah
1: i'm i, I honestly have no idea I,
0: I i didn't expect that kind of question but yeah
1: <laughs> of course but is this something that you want to do um, oh yeah absolutely. in your travels yeah
0: I mean, I've always wanted to do it, but then there was, you know, these political issues. It was, we were yeah. not able to get there and stuff like that. But then, um, yeah, I, w- I would like to do that one day. It will be, I think it would be really nice. Okay. So let's wrap it
1: up with uh, L.A. in general.
0: Okay. How wh-
1: – what do you like the most of L.A. from being here for a very short period of time?
0: Um, L.A. reminds me a lot of of Egypt, actually. I love – Well, first of all, I really like the weather here. It's nice. Yeah. I would rather be in a warm weather than a cold one. Yeah. And I like how there are so many things to do in in this city. Like you can go to the beach, you can go to the mountains, you can go hiking, you can do anything, really. There's so much things to do and so many places to go to and a lot of good restaurants and, you know, yeah, that's... uh, I mean, I'm like a kind of, you know outdoor person. I like to go out and do things and just like see new things. And you can see new things all the time. Mm-hmm. So I think it's uh, pretty great, yeah.
1: So th- that's different than living in Cairo. In Cairo, there's fewer
0: options? No, in Cairo, there are, well, Egypt definitely has, um, I'm, I'm just saying that L.A. reminds me of Egypt. That oh, right. Egypt has, you know, so many options, so many things to do. You can go to the, two hours you're at the beach, two hours you're in the desert, two hours you're in the other be- other. See, or whatever. So, Mm -hmm. you can do a lot of things and see a lot of new things and have a lot of activities.
1: What has been your favorite restaurant to go to in LA?
0: There is a very nice restaurant in West Hollywood. It's called Super Ball. It's called what? Super Ball. Super Bell? Super Ball. Super Ball. Super Ball. Super. Oh, Superba! Superba? (laughs) Okay. (laughs) So my French friends call it Superba. <laughs> Maybe that's how you say it. Superba is it? I say Superba. There's okay. one in Venice too. Is it really? Yeah. Oh, okay. Because that was where they filmed the film, the movie. Was it Casablanca or something? Oh. It has a historic kind of, and then I like the ambiance of it. It has nice food, and yeah, it's it's really nice. I like it a lot.
1: Okay, now let's shift gears to Koreatown. Mm-hmm. What's been your favorite restaurant in Koreatown to eat at?
0: Um. Don't know its name, but I've been to this Korean barbecue place. My friends know it because that's I go with those friends. Yeah. But then they they bring you this like a beef stew and they burn it, uh, what you know on the table with all this cheese and stuff. It's really nice. Okay, so yeah, you're, so you're, I like Korean barbecue. It's, it's really nice. I love it. All
1: right, anything you want to say to the listeners about uh, the next time that they run past a. A lovely Middle Eastern person?
0: Uh, yeah, say hello. We're, we're friendly. We don't bite.
1: <laughs> is, is there an Egyptian greeting that we can learn? Um, oh,
0: my
1: gosh. Do you guys say shalom? N- I guess that's Jewish.
0: That's, yeah, Israel. That's Jewish. That's so, Hebrew. Okay. So we don't speak Hebrew. We speak Arabic. Hmm. So in Turkey and like the, you can say marhaba, marhaba.
1: Marhaba.
0: Marhaba is is not Egyptian per se. It's kind of a, more Arabic to say, okay. you know, hey, how are you, or hello.
1: Marhaba or, is is what's up.
0: What's up, man? <laughs> yeah, that's it. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. How do how would I say
1: thank you if I was in Qatar in Qatar?
0: Um, it's all the same because in Egypt too, you can say shukran. Sukra. Shukran. Shukran.
1: Shukran. Sukran, there, Sarah.
0: <laughs> Thank you so much. Thanks
1: for spending some time with us today.
0: Thank you. And we my pleasure. S-
1: we'll see you on the red line.
0: Okay. <laughs> okay. Bye. Bye.
1: How great was Sarah? You know who we'd let sleep in our spare room in our free apartment in Cutter? Our Patreons. When you stoke us, you're saying Tony, Jordan. Money is the root of all evil. Enjoy the evil. So shout out to our Patreons. Nancy Rommelman, Sean Atlow, Matt Mills, Sean Wallace, Greg and Molly, Jamie Taylor, Mark Johnson, Kira Ann, who just had a birthday, Barney Grinky, Ben Welsh, Jenna Adams, Trevor Wilson, Bree Wild, Dougie Gyro, Christina Up North, Robin Carey, Adam Shorn, and Ben from Down Under. We even run ads on our blog over at here in LA. Uh, go and see what it looks like. So thank you, generous advertisers. For those of you who'd like to be Patreons or advertisers, just go to patreon.com slash hereinLA and give till it hurts. We're also on the lookout for cool guests, as always. If you know someone who lives in a neighborhood in LA, not a city, but has a story to tell, like Sarah, have them write us at busblog at gmail.com. Also, shout out to our Angelinos. To be an Angelino, just PayPal or Venmo, 25 bucks or more, and we will list you in that beautiful Here in LA website or Medium blog forever. Just send your hard-earned cash to busblog at gmail.com. Want to support us, but you bet a ton that that the US would beat the Dutch? Woo, you can still help. Post your favorite episode on your Facebook. Post two. While Twitter's still alive, tweet something nice about us. You know, this is an, actually a very good time to start tweeting nice things about us, because we really don't know how long Twitter lasts, so, you know, tweet out this episode, and maybe your favorite one that we've done this year. I think we did, like, 40-plus episodes this year. Just tell your friends you liked one of them. Tell them how Here in L.A. is spelled, and it's on Apple Podcasts and Google and even Spotify. Here in LA is produced by myself, Tony Pierce, and a man who also wears whatever the hell he wants at the beach, Jordan Katz. Editing, mixing, and music supervision by Jordan Katz. Songs by Orgone and Jordan Katz. Special thanks to Cindy for creating the logo, Jen for inspiring this, and World Travelers, who sit in front of me and answer all my first grade questions without judging me one bit, at least not publicly. Happy Happy holidays. Holidays!